Hello everyone, my name is Julia, and I would like to welcome you all to a Pair of Dice Lost podcast channel. This is a tabletop roleplay-based podcast channel featuring a group of about seven to eight people. We are a group of friends that has tabletopped and LARPed together over the course of many, many years, and a certain chemistry has developed naturally as a result. Now, none of us has any professional, any kind of professional background in entertaining or comedy per se. We're just a group of nerds that enjoy getting together and roleplaying. It is worth noting that none of us have ever, ever done anything like this before, and we're still getting our footing, so please bear with us while we hammer out the technical side of things and get our sea legs in the world of audio recording. This episode will mark, mark the start of Season 1 of our Werewolf the Apocalypse 20th Anniversary Edition game, Viva Las Vegas. I will be your GM, Julia. Now, this is going to be a learning experience for me as I'm a bit of a novice GM. Before this, I maybe have run one long-running campaign and a couple of one-shots. My players will be rec recurring and there may be other uh, episodes that we put up from different games where they will be the GMs. Uh, first up, we have Mori, who is playing a Philodox Git of Fenris by the name of Sigurd Kanunger. I have Christina playing a Theurge Stargazer by the name of Odessa Veil Dancer. Brendan is playing an Arun Black Fury named Ganon. I have Jake, a Philodox Shadow Lord named Kresimir. Brit, an Arun Ak Uptena named Kaya. Tony, a Ragabash Glasswalker codenamed Cypher. And Emily, an Arun Fiana named Fueling. I have seven players. There's a single GM, and the entire state of Nevada awaits. Welcome to episode one, The Misadventures of Joey Williams. So, all right, guys, welcome to Werewolf the Apocalypse. Uh, Viva Las Vegas. Um, there we go. I'm waiting for that music. So, uh, we're gonna start things off with Maury. Excuse her. Yeah. What? You aren't- there's no excuse. Hi, Maury. Hi. So, Sigurd Kanunger, the beautiful, uh, get a Fenris wolf from the Northlands. Yes. What? What was that sound? <laughs> what is that? I heard something scraping. Is everything okay? It's not me. Okay. So, you are, basically, you were told by your sept leader, it's time to head to the Americas. Correct? Yes. Alright. So, heartbroken at the loss of your family, um, having cut a bloody swath across, uh, like, Finland, Norway, Sweden, in, like, you hop a plane in England. Um, you, you have a fight with, uh, people about shoes, because foot prisons, not only did you have to take them off, you had to put them back on. They're horrible. And they're horrible. <laughs> Fuck these foot prisons. And, uh, you arrive in, uh, New York. And you are met by a very small, uh, young man. And he basically has to look up to talk to you. Like, this guy is barely five feet, and he's, he's a full adult. Oh, he's so tiny. He's he's this adorable little blonde boy. He just looks at you and he says, "Hello, sir. Um, I'm really glad that you made it. How how was your travels? Foot prisons suck. Why yes. am I wearing these? You don't have to anymore, sir. I will be I'll be happy to carry those for you. Fabulous. People are staring a little off. bit. People are just kind of like staring <laughs> at you. This is very like." It very much has that feel of just like a servant meeting the uh like a nobleman has uh -huh. like very very victorian era like yes sir absolutely sir i'll, I'll be happy to take care of that um he very gently takes your shoes and places them in a pouch beside him and says sir we um we still have quite a ways to go uh approximately three thousand miles to get to your destination um, very well what is your ch uh preferred mode of travel uh, we may take another plane if you would like to get there quickly. Um, we can be there in five hours. Um, I also have a car reserved for you. Uh, or we may travel by train. 
How long would it take by train? Uh, about a week. I would like to get there faster, so I guess I will suffer through another plane trip. Okay. So, you get on, you get in line, and it's, uh, there's a bit of a delay. For some reason, they can't figure out what's exactly going on, why, uh, it's taking so long to get people on board. And as you look, there's someone escorting an unruly, like, drunk drunkard off the plane. Like, the plane hasn't even have it hasn't even like started boarding and they're escorting a man away from it he is causing this massive scene uh-huh do you do anything it's causing a massive scene huh what? yeah but i mean like he's just like slurring his words he's calling he's calling the uh the flight attendants all sorts of horrible like nasty derogatory names mm, um, -uh. and... -uh. mm -mm. we, we don't we don't do that Okay. No. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can just gently knock him out. <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> in the middle of an airport in New York yeah. City. Okay. Just just gently. Like like the um Star Trek. Okay. Um <laughs> The boy the, the so the man sees the look in your eyes and says, um says, hang on for a moment. Um and like you look away and he's gone. Okay. And when you look again, he's next to the guy. And you look away again, he's gone. And now uh -huh. he's back next and now he's next to you again. And he hands you the man's wallet. Do Inside to... What do you do? <laughs> he handed me his wallet. Yeah. Okay. Alright, cool. Um I just kind of glance to see what name is inside. Um it's some generic fucking name, like, uh, Joey, or something. Um, his name is, like, Joey Williams. And, uh, he's just, like, an average guy who just got really drunk, um, and obnoxious about something. And he looks okay. at you and says, if you would like, we may handle this, uh, I can have somebody handle him later. Uh, we can get him, or, uh, if you would like to take direct action at this moment, I will be happy to assist. I'm just going to speed this this along and gently knock him out because this looks like it's going to get worse. Okay. So, uh, what is your dex and brawl? Three and three. Go ahead and roll me 60 10, please. Can Difficult do. Difficulty six. Looks like two successes. Yes, and two successes. One, and one removal. Because I got a one. So one success. Yes, but all you need is a success and you do yep. the thing. Okay. So um, you walk over and you're just like, I mean, how do you approach this guy? How do, how do you approach this this gentleman who's like... Uh, like like a friend. I just kind of slowly wrap my arm around him and say, hey, hey, Joey, I think, I think you need to calm down for a second. Just knock him out <laughs> okay all right um this, the flight attendants kind of give you this look of just just relief like thank you so much for uh for handling that i gods they just they just look so relieved and he's kind of nod and you get boarded first that's because i don't say slurs at women doing their jobs uh they give you uh so they give you a seat up front, where you actually have room to stretch your legs. Oh, thank um, you. You're not in a cramped spot, uh, and your drinks are free for the entire oh. flight. And oh, thanks. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, my food has been picked up. It's on the way. Um, Hooray! Fantastic. So, Maury, you are on your way to Vegas. Yay! Next up is Emily. Oh hi. Oh hello. So, Foylan, Foylan, uh, you're in Ireland. You're doing your, your hoodlum shit. Um, you were recently, uh, charged with a very big, uh, attack. You had to, um, you were asked to blow up a very specific car by your, uh, by your friends in the NRA. 
Um, so this went off without a hitch. This was like two or three days ago. And you've been celebrating with your friends at a local bar when uh, a buddy of yours uh, comes in and is just like, we got to get you out. All right. Let's because go. he just looks at you and he hands you this, like, this, uh, this, this busted up bag. And he's just like, it looks like there's a binder in there or like some files and shit. And he's like, we have to get you out of Ireland. Uh, we don't know how they found you, but they did. Um, so they essentially take you out back, um, toss you in a dumpster, and close the dumpster as like a bunch <laughs> of people come busting into this bar and you just hear gunshots and people like, just people just like screaming as this is going on. As you're hiding, hang on, I'll be right back. My food just arrived. Okay, so last we it's, left off, Emily yeah. was in a dumpster and her friends were dying trying to protect her. <laughs> um, the dumpster starts moving. Um, you hear the sound of a truck and the dumpster starts moving. Uh, going to assume that's part of the plan. The dumpster is being lifted and you are tossed into the back of a dump truck as the dump truck takes off. I've been uh, in they... weirder situations. <laughs> <laughs> they take you to uh, to the docks, and you're met by a wealthy woman. Um, you not recognize her as a kinfolk. She's someone who's worked with you all in the past. Um, and she looks at you and says, Fuelen, I'm going to need to ask that you uh, take your lupus form for a while. I will hold on to all of your documents for you. They will be perfectly safe. All right. Where am I going? Uh, we're taking you to uh, a safe place on the opposite end of the Americas. We're taking you to Vegas. I have some friends there that will be happy to protect you, but the information in these documents is going to be very important. What the people you hurt, they, they're planning something big, and I need the help of my American friends. The problem is, is that our sept has been compromised. This may be the last time that... Tonight might have been the last time that you would have ever seen your friends again. Well, it is what it is. All right. All right. So, um, you assume your lupus form? Mm -hmm. Can you describe your lupus form for me, please? Uh, I look essentially like a large wolf wolfhound, mm -hmm. um, but a little more wolf-like. All right. Uh, black and gray fur. So you're really you're a really pretty dog. Basically. Shaggier looks... than an average dog, but she pulls out of her purse a rhinestone collar. <laughs> and just kinda loops it around your neck and says, I'm really sorry for the um for how degrading this is. Puts a leash on the collar and you two walk aboard a cruise ship. <laughs> Everyone is greeting her and they go, Oh, Madame Devant, it's so wonderful to see you. And she goes, Oh yes, this is my latest prize show dog. I'm taking her to the Americas to um to participate in one of their competitions. <laughs> You're getting smuggled out of Ireland as a show dog. And she takes you to her personal personal cabin where like it's completely secure. You're able to just assume your form and look over uh the documents that you were given. You uh you managed to, it could be that my, there we go. Um, you go into her personal cabin, which is a luxury cruise liner cabin. Um, you're able to assume a, uh, your, your, your Hamid form here. Mm -hmm. Um, it is, she explains to you that the walls are, the walls are, uh, soundproof. All the windows are bulletproof. The door is battering ram resistant. And if need be directly outside the window, and she's the only person who has the key, is a uh is a lifeboat you thought ahead i appreciate that she she just kind of nods and says we we had to make sure that this information got to the oasis um and she hands you back the documents for you to look over um do you read them or yeah i'll i'll sit down on one of the beds and start going through everything so you learned that a um, worm influence has infiltrated a group of pagan groups in Europe 
England, and it's centralized in Ireland at the moment. The the person you killed was one of their major leaders, and in his car he actually had orders that you destroyed that would have um, sent out a strike team to uh, take out key members of parliament. But because those plans, but because you were successful in that bombing, those plans never went through. Um, it seems that there is a convergence, and it's there's something in Vegas that's gonna that they need to complete this plan, but you don't know what yet. Weird. Very weird. Why the fuck is it in Vegas? Right. <laughs> of all places. Right. Of all places. So um, as you're as you're traveling by ship. You, you have no problems on this ship. Like, there's a small storm, but it's no big deal. Like, it's mostly like you maybe get a little seasick. Um, she starts talking to you about what's going on in Vegas. There's this place called the Wounded Wing Oasis, which is in the Valley of Fire State Park, which is one of the, uh, which holds on the West Coast, the oldest and most well-guarded cairn in the in the Americas. That's so, yep, you get to uh, you get to the Americas. They take you uh, by your chosen method, either plane, train, or automobile, however you want to do it. Um, and when you arrive, they take you by truck through the Valley of Stair Fire State Park, and you arrive at the Wounded Wing Oasis. Awesome. Up next, Christina. Actually, I'm going to hold off on you for two seconds if you don't mind. It's fine. You can put me last if you want to. I don't really care. That's probably going to be how this one rolls. We're going to skip over to Tony. Oh. <laughs> Tony. Yes? Lee Kwan has come to Vegas. I believe we've decided on a car show? Yeah. All right. So, Lee Kwan is in Vegas. He's come to this amazing just massive car show right out, just outside the strip. And you're kind of wandering around. You're just talking to people. I'm assuming you have like either like a motorcycle helmet on or something or you're just not socializing much? Yeah. Um, Lee Kwan wouldn't be socializing much. He'd be kind of just going car to car um, having a hoodie even if it's the middle of summer and just having it up. Okay. Um, so... There's a couple of guys sitting off to the back talking in hushed voices, and it seems as though they are, um... You hear a couple of snippets about, like, altercations to vehicles and, like, some illegal stuff uh, that they can't normally get to, like, super boost their cars. Alright. I'll, uh, start walking towards, like, mirandering, uh, pull out my cell phone and turn on, uh, video mm -hmm. and just see what I can capture. You see, like a very distinct marking on this one guy's um, on this one guy's vehicle. It's like a decal. It's a custom decal, and it's something like um, the the Blades Drag Race. Like it just looks like this blatant uh, advertisement for a drag race, which seems really odd. Um, what they're discussing is ways to modify cars, uh, either to uh, sabotage other vehicles in a race or you hear a lot of stuff about um, possibly increasing speed and uh, dexterity and they mention that one of the guys is like hey man like I don't know that my car is ready for the race like I can't afford to lose my car in this one um Lee will keep a distance but he'll keep um, video recording and mm -hmm. basically will document that and uh, keep it back in his mind um, see if you can catch, like, where it's going to be. Um, if you able to find that. Alright. So would it be, uh, perception plus alertness? Mm-hmm. Yes, it would. What's the, uh, difficulty? Six. Okay. Now, uh, well, I... you got four. That's really good. Uh, someone is stalking you. Someone is following you. Through, while you're like trying to stealthily record these guys, and you yourself are being recorded, I'll try to um, not pay attention, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and I'll start looking for um, ways to leave the crowd and 
um, get out of the car <coughs> and see if All I can right. lose them, uh, lose that person in the crowd. All right. Um, like, how are, are you, like, dodging between people and just, like, trying to just dip around, like, food stands and stuff? Uh, food stands, cars, crowds of people, um, like, if they're having conversations, I'll try to go around or go through them. Um, being a little rude if I... But, um, basically trying to make them lose me, uh, amongst the cars and other obstacles. Okay. So, as soon as you get around, like, your first couple of obstacles, you realize they've stopped following you. As soon as, like, it's, you don't know exactly when they stopped recording you, but you no longer feel like you're being watched. Are you going to stay at the car show, or are you going to head out? I'm going to head out. All right. Get the fuck out. There's a, there's a note on your car. Okay. Um, on it are, um, longitude and latitude coordinates, and just the uh, tribal symbol for the glasswalkers. The size gets in the car, puts the coordinates into the phone, and he starts driving out to them. Takes you towards the Valley of Fire State Park. Jake, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Cool. You're up. So, All right. So is it Cressamere, or is that how it's pronounced? I no idea. It's a random name generator. All right, so <laughs> we're going to call you Cress. So, okay. you're, yeah, hi, Cress. So your day starts hi. like it always does. You suit up in your Roman Legion armor, and you put your sword into its hilt, and you head to uh, the Roman Legion Casino, which is taken over uh, the Caesar Casino in uh, Vegas due to the presence of your boss, uh, Matron Josephine. Um, things are going fine. Like, people are just, they're doing what they do. They're there to gamble. Um, but this guy comes up to you, and you know him. He's he's one of your managers. He's, uh, the, he's Josephine's right-hand man. Uh, you know him as Johnny Wiseass? And he's like, hey, man, we, uh, we got a problem. I, uh, I need you to help me out with some guy. He's causing a real scene on, uh, with one of our waitresses. Um, and he kind of leads you to the bar. It's like 11 o'clock in the morning, and this guy is sloppy drunk. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's harassing one of the waitresses. And Johnny's like, look, man, we uh, we can't have the cops here. Um, so we got to get this guy out with a, without a scene, because uh, I don't really want them poking in on, uh, on any of the stuff that goes on, if you know what I mean. Right. So um, you could handle this. I'm a... I'm going to go make sure that nobody else notices what you're doing. Alright. So, um... going to talk to the bartender and get his name first. Does he have a tap? He does. His name is Joey Williams. Joey Williams? Mm-hmm. Okay, um... He just flew in from New York. Mm -hmm. Alright. So I'm gonna go up to him. I'm gonna just kind of uh, pat him on the back and say, Holy shit, Joey! Oh my <laughs> god, I haven't seen you in years, man! What do you, what do you want with me, fucking Augustus Caesar, you fucker? Yeah, I just, it's just what I say is this hot chick back. Like, give me shit. Like, he obviously wants me. Like, come on, baby. You don't recognize me, it's Polly. Polly, like, I don't know a fucking Polly. Yeah, Polly from the Bronx? Polly, the only Polly I know is a fucking piece of shit. So that must, you piece of shit. You're the one. Oh, that looks That hurts, okay? You, All right, I don't know what Gwen told you. You slept with my wife. You slept with her. Like, you, fu you fucked up my whole life, man. Like, fuck you, Polly. Fuck, <laughs> fuck. Polly, you fucking messed my life, like, I was... <laughs> listen, listen, Joey, Joey, Johnny. It wasn't just me. It, it wasn't just me, okay? It I did you a favor. Look, dude, why did you're, you have to sleep with my daughter, not. too, man? Like, that's just fucked up. She just turned 18. It was bad enough that you took my wife, and then you broke her heart by choosing her daughter. Like I just so much broke my life, Polly. 
life, okay? Your daughter, that was the public service thing. He I starts feel just bad. sobbing and sobbing and like shouting more. He's like, now you're gonna cock block me again. Like, I just, how could you do this to me? I just, uh, <laughs> Bonnie, why? No, I'm here to help you. Bonnie, I'm take you you ruined everything you touch. And he like gets up and shoves you. Alright. <laughs> okay. At this point, I was gonna try to talk him down, but I guess if he's shoving me, I'm just gonna be like, "You know what? I'm gonna do this." Okay, okay, I deserve that. I'll tell you what: I'll give you one, then we're even, and I'm gonna take you to the best place in the city. <laughs> he's just like crying, dude. Like he's just slumped over, like white girl wasted. He looks like he's gonna just like sit down on the floor and just take a nap. Like, he's just, like, he's not moving. Like, how are you, like, Joey has made, or Johnny has made it clear he does not want violence in this casino. But, if you're, so, like, are you, do you think you can talk him down? Do you think you can, like, manipulate him out of here? Or? Yeah, that's the goal, is I'm going to try to just kind of use uh, manipulation, and I'm going to convince him I'm going to take him to someplace even better. Roll it, um, add a stunt die. Okay. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> Alright, so that's manipulation and... What else do you have that would be applicable? Do you have, like, subterfuge? Would subterfuge work? Uh, yeah, I have subterfuge, I have intimidation, I have empathy. Uh, manipulation and empathy. Well, I mean, it, I guess All it depends right. on if he's lying to him or not. Are you lying to the guy? Oh, I'm most certainly lying to him. Subterfuge. Okay. You said I get a stunt die? One stunt die, yep. For excellent roleplay on this. I think I got it. Yeah, you got three successes, man. Alright, so he just kind of is like, in your, like, on your arm, just like, I can't believe she... <laughs> He's just like crying about his wife and his daughter, this guy Paul he slept with that you're pretending to be. He's so drunk, he doesn't even realize that you're not him. And like, yeah. are you leading him out the front, or are you leading him out, like, a back door? Oh, I'm leading him outside of a back door. Alright. So, you guys get out the back, and he just kind of, like, crumples. It's just like, this is where I belong, no, man. No. And the fucking belt. I'm him to the... No, I'm, I'm taking him to the back door, opening the door, Sparta kicking him out, and then locking the door, telling the front guards not to let him back in. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> he doesn't put up any kind of fight. He just like he's just out and he's just like all right, just like he's just sitting there and he's just like in a slump on the on the on the ground, just sobbing. Okay. All right. All right. So, up next. Well, I believe that only leaves. Okay. Uh, Britt went to the bathroom. Brendan, you're up. Yes. Yeah. All right. Wolf, wolf, wolf. That's Callie. God damn it. Um, so you're walking down the strip um, of of Vegas, and you mm -hmm. happen to pass by the Roman Legion Casino. And uh, are you like, are you already geared up for your event? Um. Is the event at the Roman? Is the event that I'm going to like nearby, or am yes. I like, am I like yeah, on my on the strip. like I like you know give me give me some time frame here. Is it like morning? Is it go? Am I going towards my job right now? It's about eleven thirty in the morning. Okay. Um, and um, and I'm supposed to be there soon. Around one. So. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm probably all geared up and dolled up and everything right now. All right. Can you please describe to the class what uh what your character Ganon is wearing? Currently, Ganon is wearing what looks like um what would look to the average uh person as um Okay, so my character is currently wearing uh armor and despite the heat a uh a, a 
black cloak. Okay. Um, that it looks to be in tatters. The armor looks to be, uh, looks to be like leather, but it has a lot of like accoutrements, like, uh, like daggers strapped all across it, and like, pa- <laughs> like pauldrons that look almost like they're out of like a video game. And he has like one single gauntlet that is, uh, that uh, looks kind of like articulated. Um. He's in basically all black, and uh, and strapped to his back, he has a massive sword that looks larger than him. He looks like he has multiple scars on his face, and he's keeping one of his eyes closed. His hair is kind of short, black, and spiked up, and he has this angry scale, scowl on his face. For anyone who has any sort of anime knowledge on the street, he looks like a picture-perfect copy of Guts from Berserk. <laughs> Alright. As you're walking past the casino, you hear what sounds like a dog yelping. I look over. So there's this drunk guy that's in the alley. He just kicked a dog. There's, there's a small hound just cowering in the corner, whimpering. He's just screaming at this dog, calling it a piece of shit, and just, like, not being not being a nice person. I kind of, like, stop at the alley and kind of, like, like, one-handed, like, hold my hand to my face and go, I hope I'm not going to be late. All right, time to... And I kind of, like... And start, like, walking towards this guy, unslinging the massive sword and, like, holding it anime-style on my shoulder and looking at him and with the gauntlet, like, point and go, What the hell do you think you're doing? The dude shits his pants. (laughs) (laughs) He is drunk. He's confused. He's cry- He looks like he's been sobbing. He's angry. And like a fucking anime character just came and just was like, What are you doing? He shits his pants. But he stands up and goes, It's none of your goddamn business what I do, you piece of shit. I'm going to look down at the dog. How hurt does the dog look? She's really hurt. She's. <sighs> She, she's like, she's curled up in a ball. This guy got her right in the stomach. I ne- look at this guy to the dog and then back at him and just go, So, think you're a big man, huh? Well, I don't think you'd like it when it happens to you. And I'm going to two-hand my sword and smack him as hard as, hard as I can. Um, with the flat of this massive sword. Alright, um, so that's gonna be dex and melee? Yes. Uh, roll it, one stud die. Uh, what's the difficulty, six? Yes. Okay. I'm not gonna have you roll for damage, because you're not actually trying to kill the guy. Hurting dog- hitting dog welder? Yes. (laughs) Well, you got three successes, so, um... Uh, I got- I got four. You said difficulty six. Oh, you did. You did get four successes. My bad. You got four successes. You hit this guy so hard, he flies backwards and his shoes stay. (laughs) His shoes just stay there. And, like, he's knocked out against a trash can, against a dumpster. And the dog just kind of looks up at you whimpering and just kind of, like, limps over and just leans against you. I'm going to lean down and give that puppers a good pet. Okay. Um, She's gonna follow you. Um, considering my uh, cosplay uh, and everything, I'm going to take a bit of the leather that I have Mm -hmm. and kind Mm -hmm. of use it like a leash. Mm -hmm. Uh, Does the dog have a collar at all? No, she looks like she's just a, a dog that's just been left on the streets. Okay, I'm going to use a bit of the, uh, the the leather on my costume and kind of make a makeshift leash and have her, uh, just kind of have her follow me and I'm going to walk at the dog's pace. Okay. 
as you walk, she seems like really skittish around other people, but she's like leaning into you more and more mm-hmm. as um, you get to the hotel. Mm-hmm. One of the things you know about Vegas is that it's actually pretty dog friendly. Um, as you're walking by, people seem like really like at first they see you. And because of like your rage rating and the aura that you give off, they seem like really like startled at first. But they see this dog next to you and it somehow like softens how they're looking at you. And people are like just walking up and be like, oh, what a cute dog. She's so pretty. What's her name? I. They're they're just like cooing over this animal and she kind of like does that little thing like of a dog that's a little overwhelmed where she just Mm kind of like sits and like cowers a little bit behind your leg but people are just handing you like cheeseburgers and stuff for the dog and like a restaurant sees you walk by and they just are like hey does your dog want some water and they just lay out some water bowls for the dog and like you Mm -hmm. see other people walking their dogs like no big deal okay yeah, I, I I tend to I'm going to like kind of keep to the uh, the needs of of the of the puppers here, mm-hmm. and like if she if she gets scared, I'm gonna just kind of like kneel down and like calm her down, and okay. if uh, when like I I'm just gonna like if it's taking me a longer time to get there, I'm gonna just call whoever the fuck my manager is and being like, hey, there's a thing I need to stop back by my hotel and grab some stuff for the shoot. I'm sorry, I ran in I. Someone got in my way and decided they wanted to mess up my costume, so I needed to go back and get a new one. Okay. Um, you're actually making pretty good time. She seems like she wants to, like... She seems to understand that you're trying to get somewhere, so she's actually, like, trying to move a little bit faster, even though, like, it seems like she might be in a little bit of pain. Uh, but you get to the hotel, and the hotel staff is like, Oh, hey, uh, glad you're here, Mr. Gannon. Um, we actually have a private room set up for you if you would like to go in. Oh my gosh, when did you get a dog? Oh, sh- uh, you know, I'm here visiting some old friends, so I wanted to they they gave me uh they gave me a cute little puppers here. The dog just kind of her tail wags when you say that. I'm like, "Well, we typically don't allow dogs in the con room floor, but we can absolutely they're just like here we'll be happy to take your dog and um put her somewhere safe uh, and they like they actually mm. show you to a room that would normally be like your dressing room mm-hmm. and they're like some staff brings out like a dog bed and some food um uh she seems reluctant to leave your side um um, I'm trying to think of a thing that I can do that's... Go ahead. So, can I... Is is this where my room is or not? This is your room. Like, okay. this is where your stuff is. Like, a bunch of your extra props have been delivered here. Okay. Um. So, in that case, what I'm going to do... Can I roll my... Can I roll my... Um, in would it be wits or intelligence and my professional skill of cosplay to dress this dog up like guts's fairy companion it's still a like i don't care if it's still a dog but it's still like don't allow animals on the showroom floor i don't care this dog doesn't want to leave my side (laughs) this this poppers is too pure as you're sitting there, like, trying to put makeup on this dog that you just found on this I'm tree. not trying to put makeup on the dog. Or I'm trying to put... I'm tr- yes, I'm trying to give this dog wings and a there's spiky a, there's, haircut. There's a fucking knock on the door. And it's, um, it's a messenger. Yes? Like, I'm sorry to inter- interrupt you, Mr. Gannon. Um, I have an urgent message. And he hands you a <sighs> slip of paper. And, uh, and leaves. I look at the strip of paper. Um, it's a message in a handwriting you recognize, and okay. it sends chills down your spine. Um, and it says, she's super cute. I can't wait to meet her. Uh, Hugs uh, and kisses. There's a, uh, there's a, there's a ring on your phone. I pick it up. Okay, seriously, this is so fucked up. Don't, don't, why, why, how do you keep getting my number? This is my fifth phone since I came to America. It's your manager. Hi. 
Hi. Um, look, she's here. We gotta get you out. Um. But I have a, I have a show to do. We know, we know. We've got your stunt double standing in, and we're giving <sighs> out, like, I know. Dude, you're still getting paid. But he's nowhere near as muscular as I am. We know. We know he's not as tall as the ha or as handsome or as muscular or he doesn't have your stage presence, but but we got to get you out of here, man. Okay, like, but I'm taking a plus one with me. That's fine. I got a car pulling around. We're going to take you to a safe location. Uh, one of your sisters actually called it in. Oh. Uh, she's got. She's sending you to what she said is a safe house. <sighs> okay. As this happens, like a bunch of security details show up and, like, escort you and your dog out of the hotel room into a black van and then they drive and then, like, throughout the course of trying to leave the city, you switch cars four times. <sighs> this is the price of fame. <laughs> the whole time, this dog is just, like, in your lap looking as happy as can be that she's with you. That's a good puppers. She's just so happy. Tail wagging the whole way. And you realize that you are leaving the city of Vegas, heading east towards the Valley of Fire State Park. Okay. Uh, in the process, I'm going to, since you said I'm switching multiple vans, I'm mm -hmm. going to get out of costume. Yeah. No, like, there's people helping you undress. Yeah. Okay. Um, Britt. Hi. Hey guys. Hi, baby. So your character's name is Kaya? Kaya, yeah. Alright, so what concert are you in town to see? A uh, Day Any to Remember. Band. Any band. Pick a band. A Day to Remember. Alright, so um, I'm actually not entirely familiar with them. What kind of music are they? Uh, do you know Bullet for Valentine? Vaguely. Are they like a little more like heavy? They're a little heavier, yeah. Okay, that works perfect. So you're at this... Um, you're at this show. There's been a couple of bands playing. And a data remembers about to take the stage. Um, and you see a uh, a couple of girls. They look like they're having a really good time. Like, they're just having a girls' night out. And, like, I'm guessing you've been to, like, the mosh pit. Just, like, oh, yeah. just throwing bows. <laughs> just, like, fucking people up. Oh, you've yeah. Got, like, you've got a couple of bruises. But, like, they're gonna, you're going to be fine in the morning. Because werewolf healing. Yeah. So you're in the mosh pit, and you look over, you see these girls, they look like they're having a good time. There's this one girl that's looked really shy in the back. And Does she look uncomfortable shy, or like... Just kind of like, maybe she might have some anxiety about being around people in general. Like, this isn't this isn't her idea of, like, a night out, but she seems like she's loosening up and having some fun. Okay. At some point, uh, a group of guys approach, and, like, they're talking, they're having some fun, they're drinking. Are you, like, paying them a lot of attention, or are you just, like, concentrating on the music? Are they approaching the girls, or, like, yep. just in general? They're approaching the girls. It seems like a um, group of guys are just trying to chat them up. I'm gonna primarily focus on the music, but kind of keep them in my side view. So, out of your peripheral, can you roll me a per perception check? Yeah. So that's gonna be, if I recall, that should be perception and alertness. Perception is four dots, and alertness is two, so I'm rolling six, six, six. d10. Mm -hmm. Difficulty is going to be six. Alright, what do we get? You got four successes. Alright. Um, out of the corner of your eye, you see like one of the guys like point to something, and then you see one of the guys very, very quickly slip something into the shy girl's drink. Okay. The other girls don't notice. None of them seem to notice what happens. So when I see that, because I'm in a mosh pit, mm -hmm. uh, and mosh pits can get kind of a uh, they can start expanding. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna expand the mosh pit into that direction and accidentally knock the drink out of her hands. Oh shit, that's good. Um, <laughs> that's really good. Um, as you as like you you notice as you're getting like as you're expanding the mosh pit, this this one chick jumps in. Uh, it's this really like pretty tall black girl with like uh, a natural fro um, mm -hmm. and she sees she kind of like locks eyes with you and nods and starts pushing the mosh pit with you yes and like <laughs> so she's just kind of like she's just like thrashing her head and like 
just jumping up and down and like dragging people into the pit. Um, so fucking good. And so at one point she throws a guy. One, of, she grabs one of the guys that was with the girls because you guys are close enough now. Mm -hmm. Throws them in and in the same uh, twists and like pulls you and throws you the other the other way. Like she's trying to get you out of the pit for a second. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Can you roll me a brawl check? Oh so god. It's gonna be dex. I really hope I don't knock someone out. <laughs> uh, it's Dex and what? Brawl. Dex and brawl. Yes. Oh fuck. Okay. Um. Difficulty six. What did you say uh, she was doing for the notes? Um, she grabbed. Hang on one second. You holy shit! Holy shit! <laughs> one, two, three, four, six successes. Oh my god, this is gonna be really good. So hang on. Uh, so this this black chick hopped in and she grabbed the guy and with one arm flung him in in like a twirling move. And so as she's twisting, she grabs uh, Brit with the other hand and completes the spin and throws Brit out of the mosh pit. I have a really high uh, brawl and uh, dex. That's that's <laughs> terrifying. Oh my god. That, okay, so you got six successes just to knock this drink out of her hand. As you go to do this, you actually <laughs> knock out one of the dudes and knock the drink out. That's why I was saying I hope I don't knock anyone out. And the girls just kind of look at you for a second, and like the uh, the shy girl just kind of looks really stunned for a second, and her friend just like gives you uh, the fucking rock on sign with her hands and starts thrashing and like takes her friend in, and they all start moshing with you and this other girl. I'm gonna and do like, the rock on symbol back and mo mosh with them. Yeah, it's like, so at first the shy girl seems like really uneasy, but she then like, she starts listening up as you guys are like encouraging her to dance. And you look and you see out of the corner of your eyes, the guy like, that you that you punch is kind of like relocating his jaw. And like, he gives you this look of murder in his eyes. Was he the one that put the one in the drink? Yes. yes. I want to give him the re a return. Um, would you lock eyes with him? What's your rage score? It is a five. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, I forgot you're not rude. Did he just shit his pants? <laughs> you see what looks like a, a wet stain forming? <laughs> and his friends are just like, what? And then they all look at you and they all just kind of like jump a little bit and run. <laughs> I want to keep in mind, guys, I'm also short. Like, yes, she's five foot tall. This is beautiful. I love I'm, every second of this. I am a uh, Brit sized. Yeah. And I just <laughs> fucked some guys up. That was so good. You basically uppercut this guy. Just <laughs> I was gonna say that sounds like normal Brit behavior, isn't it? You it's... just fuck them up. Okay, listen. <laughs> Shush. Shush. I'm used to you. You at LARP. You just fucking people up. <laughs> that's 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 my goal here. I'm gonna fuck people up. The concert ends. Um, and like the girls are like, hey man, that was great. We can't wait to see it the next one. Like they give you their numbers and they're like, we're gonna hit the bar after this if you want to come along. Um, and uh, the girl, the the black chick, kind of hangs back for a second and she uh, she's kind of approaches you and goes, good job. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, my name's Danny. Kaya. Um, hey, look, this is gonna sound a little weird, but um, I uh. I can smell you. <laughs> oh? Her eyes kind of shift a little bit, and they look a little arachnid. Oh. She goes, Are, uh, have you had a chance to stop by the Oasis? No, not yet. Cool. Um, here. And she hands you a card, and it's got a uh, GPS location um, to somewhere further east, and on the bottom is the symbol of your tribe, the Uctena. Okay. And she goes, hope to see you there, man. Or at the next uh, show. Yeah. All right. And she just kind of, like, disappears. Like, you look and she's gone. Weird. And I'm, I'm going to look at the card and just be like, how the fuck do I get here? Like, yeah. It's basically, it's got <laughs> just, like... technology. <laughs> it's longitude and latitude. I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. Um. So, like, do you take the girls up on their offer to go to the bar? Or are you going to head back to your hotel room? I'm going to go with them to the bar. Cool. They kind of look at, uh, a couple of them are having a couple of drinks, and one of them, like, is like, so, like, where are you staying? Are you doing anything else in Vegas? Like, 
Um, uh, I'm gonna plan to check out this one place. Uh, one of the other moshers said I should check it out. Cool. Uh, do you know how to get there? Like, we're locals, so like we can give you directions. Uh. I don't know how to get there. All I have is this, and I'm these like numbers, and I show them the card. Oh, okay. One of the girls pay, pulls up, um, pulls out her smartphone, and she just uh, pulls up a uh, Google Earth, and she just shows you like uh, basically a map with a direct line to it. Okay. Um. um and... All right. So, and she goes, "Did you like?" She goes, hey, hey, uh, Michelle, hang on, give me a second. Let me see that cool fucking thing you picked up at, uh, at that you paid way too much money for on Wish. She goes, oh, <laughs> you always do this. And so she, like, plugs in what looks like, um, a, a uh, Polaroid attachment into the bottom of her, uh, phone. And she prints you out a picture. That's so fucking good. <laughs> and she's like, here you go. And they're like, well, we're gonna head out. Uh, you have a good night. Hope to see you at the next show. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, the map is going to take you to the Valley of Fire State Park. <laughs> oh, hey. Convergence. <laughs> How convenient. Yes. All right. And I believe that last we have Christina. I believe so. All right. So you've been dodging your mom for a while. You successfully got a name change illegally so that... Um, your actual name is nowhere to be found. Like, as far as they can tell, you've dropped off the face of the earth. Um, and you've been you've been doing pretty good in Vegas for a while. Um. So, but you wake up and you're out of weed. <laughs> you're out of weed. All right. Oh, shit. All right. Well. I guess I'm gonna have to put on my jacket, put my hood up, my my glove on my one hand is adjusted perfectly and hiding my my symbol, and I'm gonna like go out. And... I have a dealer. You do. You actually. Um, okay, I'm gonna go find my dealer. Since you've been in Vegas for a while, you're actually staying at a house set up for you by the um, the head of your tribe. Her name is Samara Skyseeker. I'll type that into the uh, the main chat so you have that written. Um, her name is Samara Skyseeker. Um, she offered to let you stay um, at what she what is known as the uh, the Wounded Wing Oasis. She understood though that you would rather be in a more populated area because it would give you better access to certain things, and there's less there's less wilderness between you and the things that you need to do, which means less chance of you getting jumped. Um, so you, uh, you're in this, you're in this, like, little, like, studio apartment. It's not much, but it's what you've come to call home. And you walk out, and your dealer, uh, works out of this place called Fu Young's. It's just a, a shitty little Chinese place, um, off the strip, a couple ways off. So I'm gonna head over there, trying to, trying to kind of blend in with the group, with, I'm just gonna casually walk in and... You walk in, and there's um, there's this younger guy. Uh, his name's Kevin. You've known him for, like, a couple of months now. He's really trustworthy. And he's like, oh, hey, you. I got your usual... I'll have your usual order up in just a sec. Okay, sounds good. So I'm gonna... Uh, is he sitting at a booth, or is he behind the counter? He's behind the counter. I'm just gonna... Just take a seat real quick, and just let me know. All right. Kind of, is there a corner where I can sit where I can kind of view the door and like, you know, that one place like in a pl in a, a building where you can sit and you can kind of see the all of the, the building? Yep. Yes, there is. It's um, you would have your back to the counter, or you would have your back to a wall, and on your I think out of your left peripheral, you'd be able to see the back, uh, be able to see most of the kitchen for the restaurant, and out of your right peripheral, you're able to see the side door, and directly ahead, you're able to stare out at the front door. Perfect. That's exactly where I want to sit. Okay. Um, uh, a guy walks in, uh, just looks like a normal dude, the usual, um, one of your regulars that you've seen around before. 
And he just kind of nods to you. He walks up to the counter, but Kevin's going to the back to make your food. And he just kind of goes, "Damn, huh?" I'll come back in a minute. And he heads towards the door. And when he gets there, he locks the front door. I immediately like move my hand towards. So I keep my my knife in my boot. Mm-hmm. Put my foot up, kind of on the chair, and just like lean back. And like put my hand on the tip of my boot so I can grab my knife out if I need to. Okay. He kind of notices what you're doing and he moves to the side door and locks the side door. I look over at him. So, what you doing? Depends on you. Hey, you started this. <laughs> Actually, no. You started this when you ran away from us. What was your character's uh, real name before uh, she changed it? It was Iris Geist. It was your fault when you ran away, Iris. Oh, sorry. You must have me confused with someone else. I don't think so. Your mom and I have been... Your mom, she's been worried sick about you. My mom's dead. Mm, I think she'd disagree with that one. And he starts moving towards you. You really have the wrong person. I assure you that I don't, Iris Geist. I'm very certain that you do. My name's Odessa. It's not Iris. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard to cover your tracks entirely, especially when you've got a habit. Mm. What kind of habit's that? You know, the one that Kevin's not going to be able to fill for you? What'd you do to Kevin? I don't know. He's taken a bit with your order, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, he is. So, he's actually, like, slowly walking towards you. Yep, and I'm slowly pulling my my knife out of my boot and I was like, you really just need to back the fuck up. Um, as you do that, he reaches down into his uh down onto his side and you see that there's a gun on his hip. Easy way or hard way, kiddo. You don't want to do that. I don't think that I want to either, but if you make this difficult I will. You just walk away now. And it's not difficult for either one of us. Uh roll me do you have anything of persuasion? Persuasion, an actual thing. I can't anything that would ro- work for persuasion. So let me see. Would do you have anything in manipulation or? Uh, I've got a little. I have like a dot in manipulation. Um, do you have anything in empathy, intimidation, mm-hmm. or? Um, do you have subterfuge? Uh, subterfuge? Nope. You're not going to be able to lie to this guy. Um, yeah, you, this guy's not backing down. He is not going to. He's not going to walk away. Like, nothing you say is going to change his mind on this one. And you also know that because he's a regular and he's local, he probably knows where you live. The do- You hear the door to the uh, the back door open and slam closed. As an, uh... No, because that wouldn't make sense. I was going to ask, is it sound like somebody's going out? Like, footprints, go- footsteps going out or in, but I probably wouldn't be able to tell that. And you hear the sound of a lock clicking. What do you want? Just you to come home. I don't have a home. A van pulls up out front. Look, I told you, you have the wrong person. Uh, you know what? Fingerprints will fix that one. I'll find out real quick. Mm. You're coming with me. Don't make this hard, Iris. There's like the sound of footsteps approaching. Hold from you. the back. Name's not Iris. Um, <laughs> roll me perception. Just flat perception or alertness wits. also? Uh, do you actually roll me a wits and alertness. Okay. Alright, you got at least one success. There's a guy and he's pulled uh, like you... You might want to look back at that. Oh shit, you botched. Huh? Um, I'm too concerned with talking to this one dude and there's too much going on for me to pay attention to everything. <laughs> You're uh, panicking. So, you don't notice that a guy is close enough to you, he pulls out a taser and fires at you. It's one of those ranged tasers. Uh, what's your... What's your stamina? Because you got a sneak attack on you. You need to roll my stamina, or...? Yeah, roll your stamina. Or just flat stamina? Yeah. Yeah. 
Alright, you don't pass out. But you are, like, on the floor. You're not fully dropped. Um, but you're, like, you're in a shitload of pain on the floor. You guys, I told you, you have the wrong person. They're like, that's fine. We'll sort that out later. And they're dropping cups on your hands. And a guy drops a bag over your head. And you're being, like, held by two strong people on either side of you and led out the door. You hear the door unlock. You hear it close behind you. And then you, um, you hear a couple of people on the street being like, what's going on? They're just like, please, no cameras. Like, please understand that we have a very sick person. We need to, that we've finally found. We need to get her uh, some proper treatment. They haven't, they haven't gagged me or anything, right? Nope. Nope. Cool. Not at all. A scream, literally anything I can think of, like fire, rape, kidnapping, murder, like just ridiculous profanities. A man comes and like and shoves his whole fist in your mouth and shoves you into the van. But from what you heard, from what they were saying, people were recording this happening. It's safe to assume that this was recorded on a smartphone. Uh, when you get into the van, they knock you out and your world enters into darkness as they drive away.